So I've been I've been thinking about this question um, quite a bit, and that question is, what is racism? How can we define this, and how can we conceptualize what this definition even means? Um, and I've been looking at the definition that Ayn Rand provides, and she focuses on the negation of the individual. Um, when she's talking about racism, she's talking about a collective, right? A, a way to view someone uh, not by their individual characteristics or their free will, right? Or their choices um, or their achievements or their reason or their thinking, but you're, you're basically uh, viewing them as just belonging to some group, some racial group in this case, since it's racism. But racism is a form of collectivism. And Ayn Rand's philosophy was about the individual. And she specifically mentions it's the belief that members of a certain group or race are predetermined, right, to have certain characteristics, all of them, right, wait, right without exceptions, because you're not looking at individuals you're looking at a group and you're sort of negating the individual or you're at least applying this group philosophy of collectivism to an individual in that group. And why, so the big, I think the big takeaway is that it's deterministic. All races are deterministic. Um, and it's because they see every person in that group as not an individual predestined to act a certain way, right, to have characteristics, to think alike, right? But that means that they're just born with this, right? That they just inherit this belief system. And uh, that's what I ran thought. She thought that it was a genetic inherited thing where you thought, okay, well, this person is a certain race, so they're going to act a certain way just by the nature of their birth, their circumstances, the race that they belong to. That is a definite form of determinism. And I was listening to the Pangburn hangout because, uh, you know, they're a philosophy group and they've got some good, I guess, philosophers on there. Uh, but I brought up this idea that race, all races are determinists. Now, not all determinists are racist necessarily, Right. I don't know if they, you know, maybe they don't apply their beliefs to the subject of race. But I do believe that all racists are a form of, you know, determinist versus free will. Right. So the determinism is where you think that man has no choices. Everything is just just happens to him. Uh, his, his life is sort of predetermined or, it, you know, and I guess you could go into distinctions about what natural event, maybe a hurricane happens. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just you're, you're not in control of your life. I think that's what most determinists might say is that you're not really in control. You don't really have free will. Free will doesn't exist, but I, I would just define free will as just your ability to act, your ability to, ability to think and accept ideas on your own, the ability to choose what to do next. It doesn't mean that um, 
you know, you're born into a life circumstance. Maybe you're poor, you're rich. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about life circumstances. I'm just talking about you're born into a situation, your choices that you make, you know, after you're, you're born, you do have free will to some extent. I mean, like you can't just go out and buy something that you can't afford. That's not what free will is about. It's about just making your own choices, doing your own thinking, being in control of your life, believing that you have control sort of over your next act or move, you know, within, within reason. So I think, I think that they avoided this question in this group because I think it's kind of cool to be a determinist right now. Like it's, it's, it's definitely in vogue. I think it's, it's in fashion. Um, so I don't think that they want to be associated with, you know, oh, well, if I'm a determinist and all racists are determinists, then I might share this, but, you know, I might share this philosophy, at least determinism, with a bunch of, you know, people that are racist. Well, so I think, I think people, people can look up a definition of racism. And at least in the United States, no one can really um, define it well or, or give examples, I don't think. Or everyone's examples are at least different. I mean, so that really means that we haven't properly defined it or thought about it, right? And we and people may be just parroting a definition, but they have no idea what it actually means. And you, I was reading this great article by Ayn Rand, or about you know about her ideas. Someone else maybe wrote it. They're talking about this idea of a floating abstraction, where. Um, definitions are basically referring to concepts that we that we form in our mind we integrate like sense data and that we have to integrate that into what else we know and relate it to other topics and it has to make sense it can't have any contradictions and we form concepts right because we're higher level animals so we can we can conceptualize things a better understand them and then the definition is just supposed to embody this concept. It's just supposed to be a pointer to this concept that we hold in our mind. But we can, we, if we read a definition, but then we don't really think about it ourselves or explore what it's really talking about in our mind and make, and really understand it, make the associations yourself and then be able to put back the definition. Until you can do that, you don't really understand like a concept. That's what this was, was talking about. It made sense to me. Um, so the, what I'm trying to explain right now is my current working understanding of the, of a definition of, you know, or concept of racism. So I think it definitely has to do with deterministic attitudes where you, you believe everybody of a certain race is, is X or Y, no exceptions, and that they're predetermined, right, just by the nature of their birth, their circumstance, whatever their race is, they're predetermined to have these attributes, no exceptions, right? Um, and you, you, um, so it's a moral attitude. It's a judgment on people based off of a group, a collective, a group where you're not looking at the individual, you're looking at just a group of people and you've made, you've made up your mind that they're all going to be this way, right? They're all going to be criminals or they're all going to be whatever. And you're not looking at the individual. 
and the end of looking at the individual is key because if you believe in free will you believe that man has the ability to reason to think to achieve right to uh accomplish whatever um and choose his next action uh to cure cancer right to do whatever <laughs> uh if you believe in free will you have to believe that the individual is just born with with the ability to be uh to do to choose their next move right to act to think um and this would negate any kind of deterministic attitude that you might have towards anybody and i think i think that the the difference is i think what people get hung up well they get hung up on a lot of things so i think observing group average group behaviors by race is um as long as you're 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 saying this is a statistic this is an average you're just observing your world and if you believe in the philosophy of Ayn Rand where you you're you're you should to live right as human beings we need to observe our world around us and um make judgments and and act accordingly so if you if you were to say that uh you know a lot of a lot of let's just take take blacks a lot of blacks accept this idea right it's not innate ideas are learned right accept this idea that um of CRT let's just say or you know uh that they that they that they should have affirmative action uh, a lot of blacks believe believe that not not every single black person but a lot of them agree agree with these ideas right and then you can can make judgments based off of that or you can reason based off of that now you have to say to yourself this is just an average statistics you could say maybe 55% believe in CRT i don't know what the number is i'm just throwing that out there but you would have to re- to realize if you believed in free will right that not every black person believes in affirmative action take Coleman Hughes for example right he he testified on congress against it i think uh Larry Elder um Jesse Lee Peterson i mean there's a number of them that 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 i know of just off the top of my head uh know of just through their comments online uh that that don't believe in affirmative action so obviously it's not all but knowing this this fact right is useful it's useful for knowing their their the average maybe black position uh it's useful to know about your world and your reality that is not racism just observing a, a group's behavior an average group's behavior right i'm not applying it to any any individual i'm not saying that they all believe in crt i'm just saying that on average the numbers probably such and such right um that's not racism it's also not racism to have an objective law right like saying you know uh murder is illegal um homicide is illegal and then looking at well which which groups might offend more this particular law or be impacted by this particular law and if you say well black people are more affected by it per you know per capita um is that does that mean that law is racist i don't think so um 
number one, you're not saying all blacks, right? You're, are offending this law. So how can it be racist? Uh, it's an objective law itself. How can a, an objective law be racist? Um, if it's a law, it's a law because it, it's homicide's bad, right? Because it's 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 someone violating someone else's individual rights. Um, why should the government not make objective laws where race is involved? Like, so they shouldn't be involved in the Jim Crow laws of the whatever 1930s in the South. They also shouldn't be. Um, discriminating against some people in favor of others. So like affirmative action law, they shouldn't be doing that by, by law. But so why do I think that they, the government shouldn't be doing that, but that private people should have the right to discriminate private businesses, private individuals when they're shopping? Well, it has to do with when the, when the government is saying that private individuals can't discriminate or they must hire, you know, a certain quota of whatever uh, race, they are interfering with a private individual's property rights and the, the ability to do whatever they want to with their property. They're infringing upon their, their rights as individuals. Um, and the government is not supposed to do that. <laughs> They're supposed to protect property rights. But when they when they enforce discrimination, you know, in favor of one group uh, that hurts another, they in fact um, they're violating uh, property rights. Versus a government law like um, affirmative action law or Jim Crow law, where they had a law that objectively discriminated in the law itself, you know, by one by one group. Um, that's that is wrong, in my opinion. Now, there's no private property rights being violated here because it's the government. But the government is uh, just an abstracted body doing, the, doing the, the will of the people in an objective sense. It's supposed to protect individual rights. It's supposed to protect property rights. Um, and it's supposed to be an objective or third-party actor that has the monopoly of of force only, only, only in retaliation against another party who used a force force against someone else. So someone stole, someone murdered, right? They're the objective party that gets to, to figure out how to, you know, uh, do a trial, whatever, punish this person, uh, make restitution, whatever they're going to do. Um, we want the government to handle that since they're a third party, but the government should not be discriminating against anyone in, in objective law. Number one, it violates someone's rights against others. That's, I think, the main thing is that it's, it's violating a, one group of people's rights or individual rights of one group of people who happen to be a certain race that they're discriminating against. But it's not the fact that they're discriminating really against a group. It's the fact that they're discriminating against the individuals of this group, you know, in favor of another group by law. So that's wrong. Um, that's definitely wrong. Because got, the government is not supposed to, they're supposed to protect individual rights. They're not supposed to elevate uh, some group or some individ individuals to violate other people's rights. They're not supposed to be, you know, they're not, they're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to protect individual rights, all individual rights. 
Um, so I think that's the difference there. Uh, so how, I mean, how can a law be, be racist? There's this idea of systemic racism, you know, which I don't understand. Because um, my, my current working understanding of, of racism, again, is this deterministic view where you, where you believe that, that all individuals of a certain race are, are X, right? That they don't have free will. They don't, they can't think, right? That these, if you were a racist, you'd believe that, that ideas would be passed down, right? Inherited almost, I guess. This is the Ayn Rand definition. It'd be passed down through your genetics, right? Now, I think that's a little crazy to think ideas could be passed down. I mean, maybe certain, you know, personality traits might be somewhat heritable, right? But we're not talking about that. We're talking about ideas. Um, so, I idea like so. Yeah, I might, I might, I might have uh, hit a wall here in my thinking. But I, I think that it's, it's, it's curious that no one is talking about really determinism with racism. Um, and I, I think that there is a difference, though, between preferences and likes. I don't think preferences and likes are racism. I think that just deterministic attitudes and believing that every every single person in that race is going to just be deterministically X or Y, right? Um, and if you believe in free will, you can't believe that. You can't hold that idea in your head. I mean, I think that man is 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 should be judged based off of the ideas in their heads. Right, the the actions that they decide to take, but I believe these actions that they decide to take are a product of their, you know, of their free will. Um, so I don't prescribe, you know, actions or criminality to just a certain race, a blanket, you know, statement on a certain race. They are up to the person who uh who has a choice whether to be a criminal or not to be a criminal they're not gonna they're not born like that uh and i definitely don't think that everybody of a certain race are destined to be criminals um i think it's mainly the product of ideas in people's heads on whether they 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 end up being a criminal or not now ayn rand she wrote some essays on racism in the 1960s calling out like the civil rights movement whenever the the black leaders started to advocate not just for protecting individual rights but for wanting blacks to have certain privileges right to infringe upon other people's rights through the government getting special privileges or quota systems and at the time she said that she didn't believe that um iq was heritable or it couldn't be proven at the time i think that that's I think it's heritable, um, but it's not a precise science. And there's averages. There's there's the bell curve. And I guess that came out maybe right around when she died or whatever. But um, that doesn't mean that if you, if you look at a bell curve distribution and you compare the races on IQ, um, 
it doesn't mean that you can point to any one individual and say you you know that they have a certain IQ and that's lower or higher than, than anybody else. It's again just for for looking at averages and racial, you know, the racial distribution of, of IQ or, or whatever statistics you want to look at. Uh, let's just focus on IQ. I can't think of another one. Uh, but um, she said she said in one article that even if you believe that that the races um, that some races have higher higher proportions of, of higher IQ individuals than other races, that doesn't mean that you can apply that to individuals. It doesn't apply to the individual level. Right. There can still be and there still is. Right. Plenty of, of blacks that are smarter than the Asians. Right. Um, but there's more. If you look at the distribution, there's more um, smart Asians than there are white people. Right. There's more smart Jewish people, smarter, <laughs> smarter in the fact that they have a higher measurable IQ, higher, uh, there's smarter uh, Jewish people than than whites. So. I don't, so I think that, I don't know, I think that Ayn Rand was weak in this area, though. She she might have been a little bit weak here, and it could have been just the, the time period. But I, I do think that, that racism does not mean you cannot look and observe traits across the board, average traits across the board of, of different groups. We can observe our reality, and I think that her philosophy would say, you should observe your reality to make decisions and to, you know, survive or thrive. Um, that doesn't mean that you apply these, these statistics to any, any individual. Now I caveat that with, with this idea that um, if you have unlimited, sorry, if you have limited information, if you don't know that much about an individual, are you allowed to use these average statistics, in IQ or maybe criminal offending, uh, are you allowed to bring that to bear on an, on someone that you don't you don't know about them? They're a stranger to you, and uh, and you for whatever reason, there's lots of reasons you can't you can't go up and ask them. You can't ask them for their resume. You have no idea anything about this person. All you all you can see is what you observe, and that they might belong to a certain racial group. Would Ayn Rand really say that that is wrong to use average statistics by race in that moment where you have limited information and, you know, we have to make decisions all the time. And some of it is for survival. And some of it is maybe maybe you're a landlord and you have you're running out of room to someone. And there's, you know, an older, I don't know, Asian lady. And then there's um, a younger black guy. Right. And you don't really know that much about them. All, all, you know, but maybe they have the same same um, resumes or whatever or about the same, let's just say. Uh, But what if you have no other information? I mean, are you who who would you rather rent to? So is it discrimination to use, you know, average racial statistics to to make a decision? Right. Because you're you want to rent to somebody who's going to look after the place, who's going to pay the rent on time. Who's not going to be maybe loud and, and disturb the neighbors, right? And there's perfectly great black people out there, yes, that that are probably really sweet and, and great, yes. But the averages suggest that you you probably would be better off renting to the older Asian lady. I mean, and that's in your self interest because you're 
you're you're a landlord and you don't want to have that many problems and you and maybe you're um i don't know maybe you're let's say you're white right so you're not asian and you're not black well who's more likely to maybe even cause a problem with a discrimination lawsuit i mean an asian person could could sue a white person yes because they're different races but a black person is probably statistically more likely to to attribute anything that you might say to them like say hey well, the cops were called, you know, five times to this area uh, because you're having parties or whatever, whatever the reason could be. I mean, and and then they 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 just tell you, oh, you're just racist towards towards black people. Now you're telling me to be quiet, right? Uh, because because I'm black, because of my race. So there's 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 all these additional problems, right, that can occur. I think when there's different there's different races. Right. And it's unfortunate. It's, it's really unfortunate that the race card is being played like this. Right. It makes business people afraid. Right. So they have to they have there's this all these laws. Right. Employment laws or, or just business laws where you you're not supposed to discriminate based off race for even for renting your, um, a, you know, like say you have a, a, a apartment that you're renting uh, or a condo or whatever. Um, I think that you're not allowed to say you're discriminating by race, but it's probably difficult to prove that. Um, but I think people do it all the time. And I think, I think it's fine too. I think it's reasonable. I think it's in your self-interest. It's your private property. I think you should be allowed to discriminate on any kind of, any kind of way you want to. And again, this could be the greatest black guy and you could in theory, right? In theory, when you're running out a condo to someone, you can get their criminal history and this is what this is for. You can get, you can get their criminal history unless they've banned it in your state, which some states or cities do ban that even for employment law, uh, which is crazy, right? Because what they're, this is, this backfires. Um, and this relates to an Ann culture article too, that I read about, um, about crime in that. So they're just putting them back on the streets. And we know statistically that more blacks offend, right? Or, or that there's a small group of black people of the broader black population, right? Maybe young, male, whatever. There's, there's some that just account for all of the crime or most of the crime. They just repeat offend. But if these people are no longer being jailed, right? Because if they were jailed, you could walk down the street and you'd see a black guy and you'd say, well, He's probably not a criminal because they're they're being they're very very harsh. There's no there's no bail. They're all in jail, right? If they're if they're if they've committed a violent act, they're in jail. I don't have to worry about you know somebody being on the street. Versus now, they're not locking these people up, and so any person that you walk by on the street, not any person, but potentially any person who happens to be black, you're like maybe you're a little bit afraid because you know that we have lax criminal laws. Versus if you knew that, that most of these offenders, repeat offenders, were in jail, they, they weren't just being released, they weren't getting out, then you would be a little bit more comfortable. You'd say, okay, well, they're probably, you know, this guy's probably uh, not a criminal, right? Because he's not in jail. He's walking on the street. Uh, he'd most likely be in jail. Well, the same goes, too, for, uh, let's, again, go back to the condo example, where you're renting out a condo and... You, say the government says, well, you're no longer allowed to look up criminal history. You're no longer allowed to do a background check. That's considered racism, right? 
Um, but if you're not allowed to do that and you, and there's, you know, a black guy that, that wants to rent out your condo, well, you have no idea now you're, you have low, you have uh, lower information and they are, the government now is forbidding you from finding out more information. And that is what, that will cause people to discriminate more against blacks to not want to, to take the chance and risk renting out a, a condo to someone who has felonies or, or past, you know, maybe a murderer. I mean, not, you know, not that somebody can't be rehabilitated, perhaps, I mean, depending on the circumstances, but they're preventing you, they're actively preventing you from acquiring more information. I think that is, it, that definitely backfires. That, that for sure backfires. I mean, think about employment law. Employers want to know your background. They want to know if you've committed a crime. But yes, some, I think some states, probably very liberal states and cities, they prevent you from doing that. They say, well, this discriminates against people who were in jail before, or this discriminates disproportionately by race, right? Because maybe more blacks offend. Um, uh, so, so they can't get jobs or whatever. Well, an employer not being able to acquire this information limits their ability to make an accurate decision. And if they can't see that this black guy doesn't have a criminal, criminal record, then they don't know. And they, they just have to go based off of average statistics. But when you're employing somebody, you're looking at the individual because you're looking at their resume, you're interviewing them, you're looking at their individual skills. It's not about the race, right? I'm not, I, I mean, talking about normal employment situation where they're not just, just trying to meet a quota because it is about the race. If they're trying to meet a quota, you know, to get the government off their back. But if they're just hiring, they're just looking for this candidate. They're just this job description. They're just looking for somebody who is the best. They're not looking at race. Well, they want to know everything about you. I mean, in theory, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a time thing, right? I mean, it costs money to interview people and to dig up their past and, you know, do the background check and everything, but they want to know everything about you to make the best possible decision to try to predict whether you're going to be a good fit, right? Whether you, you present a liability, perhaps. I mean, if you've criminally offended before, maybe you're a sex offender. I mean, the employer, employer, they're on the hook, right? For any kind of harassment that goes on at work. I mean, someone can sue for harassment, right? And then if they find out later that this, you hired somebody that was, a, you know, sex offender or whatever, rapist, I mean, they could probably, they could sue you, they could sue the employer and say, well, you didn't properly vet, you didn't properly, you know, make sure that you, you know, I was surrounded by good people, you know, not criminal people, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So this just creates extra costs for the employer. It creates potentially a hazardous work environment too for employees who, who don't know. I mean, maybe this, maybe there's somebody who's a repeat offender, but the employer right, couldn't, could look up his background, uh, was, was, was sort of, um, couldn't look up his background, knew that he had to hire, you know, by a, some, some blacks to make sure the government, you know, got their quotas and weren't going to give him a huge fine and shut his business, business down. But so he just had to hire some, some, some black guy and he didn't know his past. And so he had to hire the one that was a repeat offender and that could possibly, you know, do, do credit liability in the office. I mean, that's not good. Um, so I think that, I think my, my ending point might just be that 
creating a the government you know limiting your information or ability to 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 acquire information about someone is really really bad um and because more information about someone is is how we we go about uh treating people as individuals and saying okay well yeah you you have a clean record uh you're you have you know smashing sat scores you're great uh you're hired you know um, but limiting that, I mean, not having SAT scores or not having any way to measure skills. I mean, people, I mean, governments and cities are getting rid of skills tests, right? Just for the police force, they've lowered standards, you know, firefighters, they've lowered standards. Um, so there's, they're limiting ways to go about, you know, they don't want you to give an IQ test at work or whatever, maybe for promotion or, or something. I mean, they're limiting ways for us to go about treating people as individuals. And what else do we have to go on? Um, yeah, so so my other, my other part about crime, on the street, you don't know, you, you can't ask someone their resume. You can't get a background check, right, for somebody you're just walking down the street with. So you, by nature, have limited information. It's not the government at this point limiting your information that you can find about somebody. It's, it's just it's just the matter of circumstance. So would Ayn Rand say it's racism to use average statistics based off of a group average by race and to be maybe just a little bit more fearful? Maybe go to the other side of the street. Maybe you're 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 uh, approaching a black guy uh, and you're alone. Would she say that's racism? Um, I don't actually know the question. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I think that she would say, as long as you're making a, a, an estimate, a probability, you're not being deterministic in this case. You are being, you are using information that you've acquired through observations um, based off of different rates of, of criminal offending you're maybe, you know, using the fact that, that we have a, a criminals, you know, with bail, repeat offenders who aren't being locked up, uh, sort of this lax, um, you know, criminal enforcement, you know, attitude that's going on right now with defund the police. You also realize that, uh, that, that blacks and whites, at least, are not really being treated the same in this country under the law. So... What I mean is if you get into an altercation with a black guy and you claim it's self-defense and he claims you hit him first, um, the public, the mob, right, is, is, is probably going to be very sympathetic to the black guy just naturally. It's sort of a natural bias, I think, that we have going on right now. I mean, unless you have video evidence that can prove otherwise or, or whatever. Uh, but they're definitely going to scour your social media, everything you've said online. So just be aware of that, I mean, too. Um, but yeah, you're, you're going up in an uphill battle. So for that reason alone, you might want to avoid, like if you've said things about, you know, well, I don't like affirmative action, I don't like whatever, they're going to dig this up. They're going to use it. They're going to claim that you're racist. And then no, no one is going to come to your defense, um, at least right now, I think, in this country. So is it rational for you to want to avoid at all costs getting in an altercation with somebody of a race that might have different, you know, just, just our culture or whatever you want to call it right now, elevated chance of, 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 of you being the one that get, you know, is blamed, right. Or, or for starting the fight. Maybe that's not the true, true case. 
Um, so is there, is there a rational reason to want to avoid interaction or, or just a, a possible situation where you could get yourself into, um, where something goes south and, uh, you don't even want to be in that situation. So is it rational to maybe want to avoid, I mean, you can't avoid people at all costs, but I mean, you can't avoid everybody. I'm not saying avoid everybody. I'm just saying, and I'm not saying avoid people at the office or I'm just saying avoid people that you don't know who could, you know, could potentially uh, present, you know, a problem down the line. Is it rational to, to look at our justice system right now and to look at, you know, BLM and their actions and, and how you could just be, you know, filmed, it could go viral and then it could just, you'd be tried in the media. Um, this could, this could happen. It could happen to anybody. And is it, is it rational to, to think that, uh, I should avoid maybe certain situations or certain certain groups of people or, or I don't want to get into any kind of argument, you know, with anybody out in the, I don't know, you're going to see a movie and you might say something like, oh, can you please, you know, turn your phone off or something. But you look at the race of them and, and you just say, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to walk out. Right. I don't want to get into an altercation. I don't want to present a situation where there's a reason for someone to, you know, maybe attack me or, or whatever, come up to me, maybe hit me. I don't even want to get into any kind of altercation. I don't want to say anything to anybody. I mean, there is, there is a justification for that, for, for wanting to avoid, right, in some sense, altercations with certain groups of people who, who have, you know, sort of the upper hand right now in society where they're just believed and, and, you know, other groups of people are just not believed in their strong through the mud, in my opinion. Uh, and even some, I've even seen some laws, some, some criminal laws where they're, they're, they act, and this might be Canada, but they're actually going to be looking at the race. And if someone is a criminal offender, they're going to take that into account in his sentencing. So we now have, you know, flat out, like just racism in, in the law of, um, in the justice system at least wherever this is being implemented. I forgot the location. Uh, so that means that if, you know, two people go for the same crime, you know, they're going to, you know, and there's some leeway in, as far as sentencing goes, but they shouldn't be using it, using race. I mean, they should just be looking at the, the context of the situation, the criminal history, not the race of the individual. For just looking at the race, that is, to me, that's racism. That's codifying, you know, a law or punishment, you know, part of the law, the criminal justice system and codifying it by race. I think that is, is wrong because that's another government body that's, you know, objective putting it, putting in race um, into objective law. All right. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to end this here. Um, thanks for listening.